Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and our WTF moments of our daily lives. I'm Cheyenne, and I should know this intro by now, so don't judge me on the YouTube. But today we have a very special guest, so I'm very excited. My name is Kyle, and our guest today. I was going to say, is- Kyle's not our guest. <laughs> Actually, my name is R. Kyle Lynn. Um, today we have Valerie Lynn with us. I am very excited to have this conversation because I've been working with Valerie and um, Valerie's been guiding me and coaching me throughout my pregnancy recovery. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to dump into this conversation and to be able to share her knowledge with you and just things that I've learned that have helped make this transition smoother for me, whether it's emotionally, physically, mentally, a whole lot. And just, you know, it's it's really resting well with my soul. So I would like to present Valerie Lynn, everyone. Ooh, I feel like writer. I need, the, <laughs> I need the crowd goes wild. Right. <laughs> so Valerie, can you give us a little tidbit on who you are and what has brought you to... Um, the current position that you're in, in terms of eco postnatal care and pregnancy recovery. Sure. Thanks for having me, first of all. And my name is Valerie Lynn, and my company is Post Pregnancy Wellness, and we provide eco postnatal care to moms recovering from pregnancy, miscarriage, stillborn birth, and abortion. And this came about because I've been living overseas for about 25 years, and about 20 of it in Malaysia. And after I had my son in 2007, I experienced postpartum anxiety and OCD. And about four four months later, and I didn't realize what it was until a year later, reading articles out of America, because I was in Malaysia at the time, that the rates were so high. And what I had, and the penny dropped. Then at that same moment, I was reading, I discovered that Malaysia had the lowest rates of postpartum mood disorders in the world. And I was really astounded. And I went deeper and deeper. And I wound up taking out a spa package, actually a traditional postnatal spa package, which actually is under postnatal health. And I rebalanced naturally in about three months. And so from that, I just went very deep into my research Uh, through the Ministry of Health in Malaysia and hospitals in the field. And I reverse engineered their practices and found out why Malaysia has the lowest rates of postpartum mood disorders in the world. And I'm introducing it to us in the U.S. where and other Western countries where we don't have guidelines. We don't know Mm -hmm. why we do this, why we shouldn't do that. Um, And generally, we, us Western women, don't listen to people unless we know the why. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you gave us the reason behind Malaysian, the, their postnatal care. Wait, so was your Statistics. son in Malaysia with you? Um, well, we say with my son Jordan, he was made in Malaysia and then came back to New Jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where I'm from for nine months. It was planned that way. My ex-husband's Australian. Okay. And so I wound up having him in New Jersey and then went back, it was May 2007, and went back three months later to Malaysia. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, so that's how, yeah, that's why I didn't do the practices um, for the first six to eight weeks. Got it. And then that, so I, Valerie is also an author. She is the author of The New Mommy Plan. And I started, you know, I'm reading your book and you touched on how 
when you had your son in New Jersey, you were like, okay, what's, what's my pregnancy recovery plan? Like where are the postnatal spas, where are the postnatal treatments and those treatments there, massages, there's firming pace, there's things for your baby blues, there's the wrapping of the belly. And you weren't able to find any of that here. And you were like, wait, what's, what's going on? And just, it's a completely different experience in Malaysia. So you just talked about how you took out a traditional spa package. What does that mean? Like, what does postnatal care look like in Malaysia? In Malaysia, it's, it's structured, it's prepared for and planned for. It's not a random recovery. And women usually have it sorted out and their plan by the beginning of the third trimester, the first week. And it entails the body care. And it, it entails your diet and how you live your lifestyle. There's those precautions to protect the body that you don't want to expose yourself to um, that is based all on the, the postnatal anatomy and, and the state that it's in afterwards. Because birth and growing a baby and birthing is a lot more on the body than we, than we think here. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize that because it's not, I don't want to say it's not important, but it's just deemed it's not covered in the medical community it's not taught it's no. not shared it's um they always tell us oh you're pregnant for nine months it's actually 10 mm-hmm. on, on average mm-hmm. um and then they tell you go home don't lift anything over 25 pounds and just be all about your baby but it's still how are how are we supposed to heal internally how are we supposed to you know, there's this huge snapback culture in like Western um, Western societies, which to me I've never really kind of understood because it's your body goes through a lot, and even in pregnancy, like when you're reading about pregnancy, on average they're like, you know, most women only gain about twenty to thirty pounds. I don't know any of these women that only gained Bro, twenty to thirty pounds. I gained way more than twenty to thirty. I gained like eighty pounds. I don't know where that eighty pounds came from because my kids weren't. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. I was having ten pound babies, but it's um, your body literally becomes this oven that is cooking a child, and it's um, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I, you know, our organs get squished up. Everything's getting moved around. Your hips spread. Like there's a lot. There's your you know, nose spreads. Your nose can spread. <laughs> your mm-hmm. skin can go crazy. Like we are all like a pregnant woman's hormones are. Um, they can be pretty atrocious, um, but it's it's not in our control. It is a it's a process of creating this human. Um, but yeah, they talk about, they shorten, our deli- they shorten our pregnancy time. They don't give us any like recovery guidelines. And then it's like, I would say be sane though, and be normal for now. For <laughs> my birth, my labor with Ryder and then the after recovery, like information I got was like very, very minuscule. When I had ACE, because it was throughout COVID, mm-hmm. it was so much more. But I really think, with COVID, they were taking more precautions because mental health. the mental health and postpartum and stuff. When I was le- getting ready to leave the hospital, I was, you know, ready for the little pamphlet that I got with rides, like check a few boxes if you're happy or sad and you're ready to go. They were very, very anal this time around. And I, I asked them why, you know, what changed? And they were like, well, COVID, the um, depression rate, pregnant or not, has skyrocketed. So I was, I thought it was interesting to see, okay, now you guys are taking it a little bit more serious 
And even when you do your um, checkup appointments with the baby, they would be very thorough. Our pediatrician would be very thorough to sit there and ask me a bunch of questions about myself, where I feel like, again, it was a lot more this time around than back when I had Ryder. I agree with that. I My insurance company called me more. And mm-hmm. they were like, hey, I just want you to know these are the services that we offer. Like, do you have a doula? Are you working with a midwife? I think they were trying to um, bring more programs in to help support the mother. Just because when, you know, after you deliver, there's all the attention is pretty much on the baby. It's never really focused on the mother um, in terms of recovering or the transition, I feel. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got dressed from a shower. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I do agree with you that Mm -hmm. it's a lot different. And even things have changed on social media. When, again, when I was pregnant with Ryder, if I looked up the hashtag pregnancy or postpartum or recovery, it was way different. The things that came up then Mm -hmm. than what come up now. I mean, now there's so many things online way more back then that you can find now that are more accessible about postpartum recovery and even about like being comfortable in your body like women are starting to post their bodies more now after having a child just to show the snapback culture that yeah you know i look like this and i feel like it's becoming more and more and more in our face yeah it's it helps us feel i think more empowered um to be able to embrace our bodies and knowing that it's just gone through a whole a huge change but i do want to comment one thing so the difference that i saw in cheyenne between pregnancy number one and pregnancy number two Pregnancy one number one, like she said, there was no thoughts of or knowledge or know-how in terms of how to heal after pregnancy, you know, for the mom and what mm-hmm. her body's gone through. Um, and you've touched on this before, how you experienced some postpartum depression after you had Ryder in that first year, I feel. Um, with Ace, however, you were more proactive yeah. in planning your pregnancy recovery, which... I admired, I loved, and it sparked me on this whole journey, which is even how I, you know, started to research pregnancy recovery and how I found Valerie and reached out um, and just knowing that there are options. And like you said, social media has really changed. So that's where we became familiar with the, excuse me if I'm saying this wrong, um, the Bing Kong. Bing Kong. Bing Kong, the belly binding. And Cheyenne actually, she took time for herself um mommy a necessary mommy time to do the wrapping and to have a set hour where she would you know it was her hour to do nothing but just be treated and to be loved on and do like a mental wellness check and i really saw the importance of that because you know once you have a child you're at the you know the beck and call of this child whether it's feeding changing diapers bathing just i'm crying i want a hug it's it's a it's a constant permanent 24-hour job <laughs> so and it doesn't stop oh it doesn't mm. stop I say no, jordan jordan is now 14 yes and um he's still going i'm yes. like it just changes at the 
one. But that, <laughs> that's why in America, you know, we, we deal with all of these external factors. But what we're doing after childbirth is we need to put the body back together internally, physically, spiritually, mentally. Because the body basically unhinges giving birth. And I don't like to make this comparison, like, you know, like a mouth of a snake or something that it, we unhinge and then we give birth. Um, even if you've had a surgical birth, there's things that need to be healed. And so yeah. that's what Malaysia, Don't they like take your organs out or something? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like how I'm like, how do you feel I, normal yeah, after I, that when your organs have just sat down next to you? <laughs> And I then put and that's the thing. And they I put feel them like back I in have you. The wrong like visual of what a cesarean looks like because that, I hear they take your organs. I don't know if they're just like moving them over or if it's like let me actually. In my head, they're sitting on top of you or they're like sitting next well, to you. I had an emergency cesarean. So it's Jordan. So where were your organs? I, well, I thought there was a screen. <laughs> I don't know because your screen is like up to your chest. I'd be like, can you tell me where they're at now? But yeah, I mean, just you know. Just taking that, putting it, it was, it's so unsettling. And then I, you know, when I woke up, my cousin was there and, um, and I, I just, I was still just, I was, couldn't hold Jordan because mm -hmm. I felt nauseous and I was vomiting still from the pharmaceutical effects and yeah. it was not what you, you know, you'd think. And that's really a typical, not, well, I don't want to say it's typical, but it's common in New Jersey um, that has very high rates of cesarean. Um, that's interesting. So it, yeah, so it was hard. And so when I was like, okay, where's the things now I've done this that help with the internal, the internal healing, right? That you know, re, uh, rebalancing the hormones, losing that, you know, the water, fat, and flatulence, the air, because your body's very airy afterwards too, and that can resettle. Of course, you know, the the fat. When how is that going to start to be relieved and released? Mm -hmm. And we just don't do that here. But it's like massages, like uh, yeah. When I did the, I worked with the company. Um, what's it called? Um, belly, Belly Bind. Thank you. I'm like, damn it. Um, when I worked with Belly Bind, I worked with Tay. She would come here, and she would do an hour with me. And the first day, she was like, you know, I'm gonna press on your stomach, and it might like release. And I'm like, release what? <laughs> is it gonna come out of me and she's like yeah it can i'm like oh okay and i was thinking about how when you go through afterbirth which i feel like is something also that we didn't talk about or we don't talk about yeah. and i was not prepared for afterbirth when i had rider because i didn't even know that there was an afterbirth after i had rider i'm like when, did i not do enough research on this but i feel like when you do a lot of pregnancy and labor research it's all about the initial labor but it's not enough information about afterbirth and that they push on your stomach and you stop to deliver placenta and it's like a whole nother 45 minutes to an hour of labor and the baby's already out i'm like nobody told me this i'm looking at my mom like why didn't you tell me this y'all i watched cheyenne's afterbirth and i it was, was nuts <laughs> Oh, just like I'm like no one explained that this is a whole nother process. There's no video yeah. or textbook or no one talks that about afterwards for that because it's 
They're not showing I mean, that in the movie. Gynecologist talks about no. it. No, like, in the movie, delivery, you like... have the baby in the movie, and then the baby gets clean, and you're holding the baby. No one shows the hour that it takes to push on your stomach, and you're pu- you're pushing out extra blood and whatever the hell is coming out, and then you deliver your placenta, and then if you tore, they're stitching you up. Like it's a whole other hour process that you're sitting there yeah. with your legs wide open, while everybody's over there cooing over the baby, and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. did you guys forget about me over here? You're, and you're worn out, right? you can't you don't even care at that point like worn out at that point i'm butterflied and i'm like just fix it just just (laughs) try to fix it anybody can anyone could walk in right now and i'm not flinching no not at all (laughs) so i feel like when tay was like okay i'm gonna push in your stomach i immediately had like ptsd from afterbirth experiences but it was very gentle and it was not like you know some huge gush of anything but it was a very gentle massage but after i would feel so like better and i'm like trying to figure out can i push on my own stomach and like make myself feel like better and we did firming pace she taught me how to wrap my stomach and she would play like this meditation thing and i swear it was oprah and one day I looked at her and I said, is that Oprah's voice? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell meditation <laughs> tape is this? I am like, damn, girl, Oprah, you being everything. So Oprah's getting all the coins. Bro, I swear in the beginning <laughs> it's literally Oprah's voice. I'm like, why am I getting calm to Oprah? But it was such a difference in like looking forward to that hour. And I was so sad when my, um, my package was ending. And I'm like, now what, Tay? Like. I don't want you to leave. And then she taught me how to self-wrap where if you would have told me in the beginning of our sessions that I was going to be able to do it myself at the end, I would have looked at her like she was crazy. But throughout each one, she would teach and I would do it and I didn't even realize I was doing it. And it helped so much, the difference in me taking that hour out of a day um, to just breathe and to not worry and if Ace would start crying and he's in the other room, she would say, it's okay, just go tend to the baby. Like, it was very, very, like... Gentle. Gentle, yeah. And I'm like, dang, I wish I would have known about this before. Yeah. So when I saw Shine doing this, I was like, internet. <laughs> Where, what can I do? But just the person I am, I was, you know, let me just dig a little deeper. Like, where does this come from? why don't we know why isn't this commonly talked about or practiced like where is the cultural disconnect for me um and in that research i came across valerie and her website and y'all have to go to the website we're going to insert it right here please go read valerie's bio because it's you see more of a breakdown of what she's done and you can see the numbers of Malaysia versus the U.S. Where Malaysia, the global benchmark at three percent, you know, for postpartum. So, um, does Malaysia have a longer period, like a maternity leave? I mean, they just they have a three month maternity leave, but what they really focus on is the first six weeks. No way. And so that's when the body is naturally healing itself. So, it's it's minimum effort, maximum results, and there's a sequence to how the body how they do the body treatment and which, you know, it helps the body warm the body and then um, you stimulate the body and then the body sheds the water, the fat and flatulence, rebalances the hormones, which helps breast milk production, gives you energy. So there's a whole system. Mm -hmm. So I did my research through the Ministry of Health and hospitals in the field. 
and I reverse engineered it, reverse engineered their court practices. And that's why I wrote the book, you know, The New Mommy Plan. So how do, because I feel like out here when men hear like postpartum recovery or postpartum depression or anxiety, it's kind of like still kind of like taboo or like you'll be fine in malaysia is it are the men receptive to the females like setting up this you know care for them or are they kind of is it just like this is what it is no 100 percent, they understand that this is kind of a woman's domain and they give people the space and it's also um, a cultural something that's cultural in malaysia where Mm -hmm. the medical field still takes responsibility up until birthing a healthy baby and a mom and then this is where culture takes over and but malaysia the government invests billions of dollars every year each woman is allotted um six two-hour body treatments wrappings um and treatments all within the first six weeks that give birth in a public hospital so it's covered through your insurance it's su- yes it's super important that's the government it's the, the gov- national yeah. policy mm-hmm. in the public hospitals the private to the private but uh, so, but it's it's they start with day target day five, start by day seven, finish by day forty four, and they do these wrappings. And actually, the company that you're talking about uses my products that I import, mm-hmm. actually from Malaysia. So I know that company. You have great products, <laughs> y'all. I use Valerie's products, and I'm not pregnant anymore. Well, duh, it's post pregnancy, but I'm not in my. Well, I'm always going to be in my healing stage. But um, I used all the products up, and literally, I miss them. I miss the smells. I miss the feelings, the warmth, like the tingling sensation. So the firming paste was yours. Yes. yes. Did you not love the firming paste? I did. I wanted her to leave it on longer. Oh, I I still have it. I can. I don't know if it's going. <laughs> is it going to firm anything now? Well, no. It's interesting. So I started Valerie's program. Was that like January and February? So I was. Like yeah, like three four months postpartum, and I'd kind of hit like a plateau weight wise, and it's not like I'm like oh let me go work out, but I am mindful because I'm gonna be in a wedding in September. So, you know, what's going on with my body is... Size two only. Four. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways. Can't come to my own wedding. <laughs> Bye. I don't know anyone who wears a size two anymore except for the kids. Like three of my friends. I'm like, can oh, you yeah. guys get big for my wedding <laughs> so I look smaller? They're structurally petite. Um, but after I did Valerie's the program and followed, you know, this, the protocol, the Malaysian protocol and the, the routine, I lost another 15 pounds not working out. I didn't really change anything, change much in my diet. Um, Valerie also is an author of a cookbook um, where she has the recipes for Damn, Valerie, care. you be busy, no, girl. When I say <laughs> Valerie's been working like this, um, I'm very appreciative of Jordan, her son, because he put her on a path that I think has been very necessary and needed. And like someone needed to do the work and Valerie did the work. And it's... um. People are probably annoyed at me, like all my friends who are pregnant right now or like the men. I'm like, hey, like I know you guys are in bliss right now, but like have you guys discussed a recovery plan? Like what are we doing for the fourth trimester? And they're like, I'm a new dad. I'm not a dad yet, but I'm a new dad. What is the fourth trimester? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let me send you some stuff or let me talk to you about some things. 
Um, and also in terms of like preventative health, you know, preventative health care in terms of um, because Malaysia takes the time to invest, you know, in the people and the women and pregnancy is, you know, to me, it seems like it's very sacred. It that preventative care takes the postpartum mood and anxiety disorders way down. So they're 3%. The U.S. is like around like 20, 25%. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a million new cases per year. Undocumented, like off the record, you know, there's a lot of women who aren't recording it, who aren't seeking help or who may not even know that they're experiencing it. So it's PMAD. Do they call it PMAD? Or is it like... Yeah, kind of that postpartum mood and anxiety disorders. Yeah. So. P-mad, I think. P-mad. You know what? After pregnancy, we, our bodies get a little mad because they need some How love and tender care. postpartum? Is well, there like a time stamp? Well, I mean, there's, you have pregnancy, which is 40 weeks. And then you, uh, you got to tack on the fourth trimester. That's an additional 12. So you're looking at What's a year. 12 weeks? It's 12 weeks. Yes. How long is that in months? Wow. So it's um, three, three months. It's another three months. Okay. So you, so you got to look at pregnancy as 52 uh-huh. weeks. And you will need this. And um, postpartum, uh, officially postpartum, technically postpartum just means um, after the birth, focusing on the mom. Technically in medical terminology, that's all that means. But mm-hmm. it's gotten this negative connotation, postpartum hemorrhage, postpartum anxiety, postpartum, um, you know, uh, depression. But really technically that's what it means. But it, mm-hmm. so okay. when we say postpartum, so that's why people are using, you know, you know, other other ways to describe it. I'm trying to say your partum. Okay, let's design your partum because we look at it negative. And for me, in countries like Malaysia, it's an opportunity to replenish your body. Okay. It's an opportunity to use the relaxing hormone in your body and that take advantage of that natural healing that the body's having and harness it, which we do in Malaysia. So we actively manage and harness that shedding process and it's more efficient so in Malaysia, they actually restructure their body after childbirth mm-hmm. with through wraps and through um, things like that because you have that level of hormone in your body. Mm-hmm. And so it's a real opportunity. And so that's why it's under traditional beauty, but it's really traditional feminine health care. Okay. Can you have, like, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but, like, late postpartum depression like i feel like a lot of times right when you have the baby everyone's looking at you like you okay you okay like trying to figure it out but what if it doesn't come for months like are you just considered depressed or do you still think that that's a part of like your postpartum recovery or experience it is i didn't get mine until month four four months afterwards were when it happened were you aware of what was happening like could you identify it yourself or did it take time was it from an outside perspective that was like hey i see this or like how did you realize that you were experiencing pmad it again it was the anxiety not depression and 14 years ago it wasn't a common Mm -hmm. and i was in malaysia that was the low country the lowest rate so no one really and normally talks about it there and even to this day I'm postpartum support international country coordinator for Malaysia for the last 12 years. And we're in 138 countries. And I still struggle for women that contact me to find someone that, um, you know, deals with postpartum mood disorder. So it's always an add-on. But I did not know. I read articles out of America. A year later, I was still experiencing it. I started about month four. By month 12, 
again, May 2008, Mother's Day, reading articles out of America, the penny dropped what I had. Because I had a clean mental health history. Mm-hmm. And when you have, when, for me, my experience with postpartum anxiety was I, I thought accidentally I was going to kill or hurt my son somehow. Whether I was going to fall down a stair, whether I was going to you know, leave him in the bath, what, something that was irrational and that was causing me to have the OCD because like, you know, like you're locking the door 20 times or you're checking your baby 20 times and that would only relieve it. So you're in a state of just high anxiety and it's very exhausting. And just because you have the baby and you're out and had this clean mental health and I was a strategic business consultant in Asia, I ran the American Chamber of Commerce, like you think, oh, she's okay, but I was not on the inside. But you, you couldn't talk about it. Mm. And so I was self-diagnosed and that was like 50% of, of, you know, of the relief when I found out. And then that's when I turned and I got this package and the package was a combination of just massages with specific type of oils that were heaty to the body because my postpartum anxiety, I mean, postpartum mood disorders is an imbalance of hormones because your body stagnates, you know, go, you have a baby and the, and the postpartum functions are triggered and everything else in the body um, become a secondary, your digestion and your circulation, and your metabolism. So you need to stimulate the body externally with natural things because pregnancy is natural and birth is a natural event. And so you just need natural things to help the body stabilize. So, but us in America and Western countries, we don't have, you shouldn't do this, you should do that. So we're always interrupting that process of restabilization and release of the water and fat and so it's a longer weekend recovery because so we don't understand it. So these are the, the things that I have studied in the postnatal anatomy so I could explain them to moms. So for somebody who's out here and let's say they don't have the financial backing to go to, you know, to do a program like I did or to, um, you know, get the massages, like what would you suggest for someone to do? that was just home and doesn't necessarily have the financial backing or the help to take, you know, time off without the children. Like what would be your suggestion? Um, You know, people come to me all the time and they do say that and they, you know, they say we're a culture that doesn't prepare and this is preparation and you you do need it because it makes a world of difference. So the things that I would recommend that people get is a, first of all, a feminine wash. And then we're not talking a douche, Nothing like that. And it's herbal and it has to, you can make this at home, but you need to also add traditional feminine herbs that are used for like vaginal toning and wound healing and things that are there to replenish the womb and restore it. So you recuperate. So there's things and you definitely should wrap from, you know, the hips up, you know, you know, at least for the first three weeks and to hold the perineum floor because we don't do anything for a perineum floor here either in the U.S. And so that's a really big consideration after childbirth, whether you've had a cesarean or regular birth. Um, and so you need so you need to understand the body a bit more. And so I would say feminine wash and a wrap and some type of a herbal tea, again, a herbal tea that helps the body, the digestion um, digestive tract mm-hmm. and you got to look at what's there it has to be stimulating circulating and warming properties and on you know the whole education part's another a whole nother um, Say, something field. that really stood out to me um will you talk about the hot and cold state wait um, sorry before you go there the wash and the tea and the wrap is that all stuff that you have on your site 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. Are, is it expensive? Is it? No, there's different packages. You know, there's, you know, there's like a full Monty package with like a whole set for 30 days with my two books, with an hour coaching with me, with videos and product uses charts. So that's, you know, so that's $350 for. I thought you were about to be like two grand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, want, I did get into this. My heart really got into this to reduce the rates of postpartum mood disorders because what I went through was awful. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was a bitch for the whole year. And so when I look back on that, if I wasn't in Malaysia with a live-in help, I don't know how I could have coped. Yeah. So you got, and you, you have had to, a high, I feel like a demanding job. Like yeah, very. your work was demanding. So you didn't have the option. It was like 60, 70 hours away. Mentally yeah. to be like, oh, let me just check out. Like you not only had to show up for your child and your job, but you had to show up for yourself yeah. to even get there. Yeah. And I didn't, didn't, didn't. So if yeah. that package has all of that, and that's, and that's everything. Amount, yeah. Right. So then like, what would be like a feminine wash? A feminine wash uh, is, what is that? I think it's like $30, I think. Oh, 30, so then that's, uh, they're affordable. They're affordable. And yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's 14 because the first four days after birth are devoted to the perineum. You should have that. Okay. So, you, so because you had a baby, you're going to be bleeding. You're going to be open. The service is going to be open. So you have to have things that, you know, to help. They, that helps shrink, you know, shrink um, uh, the, the the cervix and and the vagina and get things back to back to um, back to normal faster. So I know we were asking or talking about if you can use the feminine wash even like way after you've had a baby. So that's okay. Yeah, it is. All this is traditional feminine healthcare. I mean, I use these products now, but after childbirth, you need a concerted amount of just support for the body. But these this can be used at, at any time, as well as for recovery after miscarriage, stillborn birth, and abortion. Because you still, your body was put in motion, and you were pregnant, and the body let go for whatever reason. And so things are going to reverse even, you know, even faster. And they don't have that benefit of, uh, of the same type of um, internal healing process that happens when you, when you go full, full-term birth. So how how many weeks or how long would you use the products after a miscarriage or an abortion? Um, and do you use the same the same products or is it like a only a certain amount or like certain types of products? Is it more like the feminine wash um, with pregnancy? I know there's wrapping. Do you need that wrapping to feel you know for everything to be snug in that warm state? Like what products would you suggest or recommend for? healing or the recovery after like a miscarriage or an abortion? Um, it depends with the wrapping. It depends how far you went with the pregnancy. So it could, if you're, you know, tw- over 20 weeks, it does help. You know, it depends how, you know, how, how it distended that the, um, the abdomen started, the muscles started to be affected by the size of the baby. Um, and, Many women just do wrap afterwards because it, it makes them feel good that they're doing something for emotional, you know, emotional reasons. But they, for, those, for those type of pregnancies, there's a smaller bundle that they would use. The tea and the feminine wash. Um, you know, there's even like a herbal compress uh, that, that helps the, the abdomen that you can use that infuses DP into the womb that helps it close faster. Mm-hmm. And, um, have you been approached by women 
in that type of situation yes so is it common or is it something that doesn't happen that often um you know people don't know that what they can do mm-hmm. we don't know we don't know what's happening in the body because everything is internal even that you know the vagina is internal so we don't even know what's happening there and there's just so many people who don't even know what their own vagina looks like let alone how it functions and how the body functions during pregnancy and afterwards so they're not looking for these recovery products because they don't think they're out there and it's very gentle when we think of recovery we see, think of this you know big ordeal right and so this is, you know, small where for the a pregnancy package, I mean, a miscarriage package I sent out so last week, it had um, a tea, it had a herbal, a herbal oil, and it had a feminine wash. It makes so much sense, like hearing you say, hearing you say it now that you would still go through like a recovery process, even after like a miscarriage or an abortion or something. But I think in you know, and not being ignorant, but just not even thinking about it, you wouldn't even necessarily think that you still go through some of the same things and would need a recovery package. But it's like your hormones are still <laughs> not the same and, you know, on overdrive to figure out whatever the hell's going on in your body. So it makes so much sense hearing you say it, but I think it's kind of like how you said that people don't even know that these things are available to yeah. you. Yes, because it's not part of our culture. And so they would follow between one and three weeks of a recovery. Um, You know, that they do a pregnancy. You know, after pregnancy, it's usually about six to eight weeks. This is like between one and three weeks, depending on your situation. Is it the same thing as far as if you were to do an abortion by taking a pill or by a surgical abortion? Is it the same kind of recovery or is it different? Yeah, no, it's the same. It's the same because you have the the core tenets of what you do and how the body functions and reverses no matter, you know, race, creed, you know, it doesn't culture. It's a, you're looking at, break it down to the feminine body and the postnatal anatomy. And that's the common element. And so that's why I took everything back to science, postnatal science, postnatal food science, mm-hmm. anatomy, and looked at what happens structurally in the body. Got it. The yeah. cookbook is also postnatal stuff yes yes so that's the uh, the new the new mommy plan um healing meals simple recipes for new moms so i took again the food science based on the postnatal anatomy and what's happening and then i um adapted it for a western diet and lifestyle so when i went to dc i cooked some recipes from the book they're good they're simple and it's the nice thing is is the things that I've learned from Valerie and from, you know, applying your methods, it doesn't take me out of my... Oh, I it, like her. Yeah, she's beautiful. That's her logo. She's gorgeous. And she gets changed. She gets... I could say she gets new outfits. <laughs> I'm done. No, so she has like a shocker one. Like, we can include some of the images um, in the video. So if y'all are listening on the podcast, or like on a podcast platform, please check out the YouTube video so you can see some of the beautiful art that has come out of Valerie's work and her projects. Um, but the food was really interesting to me as well as the, the routine because yes, it takes time and I had to make time to do it, but it wasn't like this super laborious, like stressful experience. There were things that I was able to incorporate into my daily schedule. So like with the firming pace, I would put do my firming pace. I would wrap myself 
and then I would relax. I would be sitting on the computer, uh, sitting doing my work on the computer, or if I was wanted to stand, and maybe when I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be resting, but I would be standing and doing something simple like cooking, um, where I'm not doing a whole bunch of movement, but I'm kind of stationary. And it's um, you're able to, yeah, incorporate it into your daily routine. Y'all always hear Zach in the, Zach back. in oh the my background. God. Please send help. <laughs> said, Please send help. Um, so the wrapping is important. Like you did the Ben Kung wrapping that you can learn and you have to learn from somebody. But mm-hmm. also, you know, that originates from Southeast Asia, Indonesia, and Malaysia. And so in the set, and I sell a modernized Ben Kung wrap. Yes. That's a self wrap. And it's by design to, so you don't, you know, move so much or you bend down or you twist. So it's, there to keep you um keep your core safe and supported yeah and i don't believe in the the 24 7 wrapping and so that's you know at night you should relax and your body needs to relax so there's different things that you know i teach you and that our postnatal coaching because i also have um other coaching programs lunch and learn talks for corporates i've spoken at johnson and johnson um that give you the highlights incorporate and you're right it's not it's not that hard when you have to do these things anyway yeah. you're gonna cook so i try to postpartumize your meals I that like you that. like postpartumize yes yeah, so we're postpartumizing your meals and what you do in your daily life and everyone loves it and they always say it's so grounding because in addition to the 52 you know herbs that are in there and spices there's medicinal roots barks leaves and flowers that ground a mother that have been used for for centuries and you know, traditional feminine health care. There's like this turmeric fried rice in there. I saw it. It's so oh, good. The ginger fried rice. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. So it, it, it yes. see, the book has a bit of food science, postnatal food science in it's the beginning amazing. that I, you know, repeated from the mommy plan just to give you the highlights. And it's good for dads too because if your dad if your if your partner is not gonna is not a chef these are simple recipes that he can do if if they want because you also have to have certain expectations of your partner and what they can do and want to do i feel now i'm like now i'm getting older i'm starting to learn like more that sometimes you should assign a man this is this is what you can do like and i feel that there is a disconnect in terms of pregnancy especially you know shy and i both had pandemic covid kids um and i've never heard somebody call them that <laughs> no it's kids. weird because people will reach out to me and they're like how did you deal with having a pandemic baby and i'm like what like i just had a baby like what are you i think because about? we already weren't people who like we're, go outside all the time yeah we're kind of homebodies yeah, in our own so way. it was like i'm okay i'm at home with my you know pregnant but you know i know zach really struggled because he couldn't go to the doctor's appointments he was outside in the parking lot but he couldn't go in the office so he was, you know, he'd be like, what, what can I do? He was very open and was looking, you know, to see where he fit into the pregnancy and being supportive. And I think in terms of Cheyenne taking time for her recovery, like, he, you know, it allowed him to, oh, here's my little time with the baby and offer some, some yeah, he liked the hours. time. I mean, was, the hour that I would do with Tay, yeah. he, he felt like it was, it was good for you. His time yeah. to do like skin to skin with Ace and yeah. stuff. And Ryder was in school at the time. So we didn't really have to juggle her so much as juggling him, 
like juggling the baby yeah and your schedules right but looking at this and just thinking about everything so if you are pregnant are the products safe to use as far as like the washes and the soaps and stuff yeah absolutely it's a hundred percent natural yeah there's nothing just no funny business in it again it's eco postnatal care my my my, my logo is right um good for mom baby and the planet you know because we have really have to everything is um you know is uh recycled mm-hmm. and all of that and this is it's good even you know the tea is good for, you know during you know with baby it's it's the best tea i love it for like digestive issues mm-hmm. and um i even have you know my guy friends that have problems drink it do you have some tea that'll make me poop yeah this is it oh okay <laughs> This is it because it's 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 just all Am I gonna lose some like, weight? I'm just asking. I can just wrap you. I still question. have my mommy wrap. I would like some tea that's gonna make me shit. Okay. I mean, even you know, even for menses, like monthly menses, you know, these that the, the same type of massages with more deep heat and using. Um, remember that the fresh herbal compress I made you are. Oh, do you have this tea at the house? I drank it all. <laughs> Y'all, that's so rude when because Kyle you, got all the products and listen to what she shared with me, a bar of soap. Like, it was the best bar of soap. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just confused on what? Well, all the other product, the products. Are you on TikTok? Ryder. Oh, you're not on TikTok. Just kidding. I like how Ryder just keeps in coming in with this phone like, mom, she's not even saying anything. No. It's his phone and face. Like, I just want to know why you got all the products and that's the only thing you shared. Because I was recovering Rude. and I wanted to feel. The, I'm recovering too. I wanted to feel <laughs> the full experience. And because at the time I genuinely, I needed it. I really needed it. You know, we haven't really talked about the transition of becoming a mother and balancing two children and being like, you know, it, I think if I had a full-time partner or not, I would still. You'd still feel it. I still it. feel it. You know, I still needed it. So I wasn't trying to hold out on you. I just yeah, genuinely was like, <laughs> whatever. My whatever. products, my recovery. This is me taking my power and investing in myself. And here's and the bar of soap, Shy. <laughs> okay, you guys, Cheyenne's talking about this bar of soap. Like, it wasn't the greatest thing that. No, it was. Mom and I argued over it one day, but that's not the point. <laughs> okay. I've been really sad because I have not been able to go to the spa um, because I'm still full-time nursing and, Girl, and I just haven't nursing or not. Hold on. I can't remember the last time I've been to a spa. <laughs> I want to go to the spa so bad. Okay. We'll go soon. We have certificates. We got to go. We'll make some time. We're going to do this. We owe it to ourselves. Okay. Mom date, no guilt, no mom guilt. Our kids will be great. Our kids will be great. Our kids will be great. <laughs> so there's this brown formulation soap. And when I tell you at first, I was like, oh, okay, just another bar of soap. I actually recorded myself using this bar of soap for the very first time. So you guys may see some very like funny, intimate moments with me um, in this podcast video. Tune into the YouTube. Um, <laughs> literally two minutes in, I'm like, mom, you got to try this soap. And she's like, let me try. And I'm like, no, this one's mine. Like, I'm oh, yeah, mom was so soap. offended. I'm really- <laughs> she's like, I'm sure you get everything else from me. Like, you're not going to let me use your soap. I was like, no, I'll get you. You can have your own bar of soap. But it's the you could feel the herbs and like the scents. Like there's cinnamon, there's ginger, there's turmeric. So it helps with like the discoloration and like the hyperpigmentation that sometimes comes with pregnancy and just your hormones are all over the place. So I was literally in the shower 
I turned the heater on in there because I was like, I'm learning about the cold state and the warm state. I'm gonna good idea. I I my reaction in this video is probably so like, why is this lady I'm so hyped up <laughs> over this bar of soap? But I felt like I was like in um, you know how we go to like Wee Spa, we go to a Korean spa, we get a Wee full spa. body exfoli body exfoliation. I in that moment was like, I don't need to go to the spa because the spa is here with me right now, and it wasn't just like a state of like I'm relaxing but it was the sense like the aromatherapy mm -hmm. it, you could really feel the exfoliation it wasn't like one of those like cheap like let me go grab some of the grocery store and like scrub it and it's abrasive or like no there's actually it hurts. a brown it was, white rice and glutinous rice and that's the exfoliation <sighs> part because oh, that's you cool need, you need to sloth off your dead skin cells yes. in order to open your pores and on and, your stomach and the, like absorb the products for maximum yes no i i really dick. like the soap so i'm and gonna then, have to get some more product you know there's this herbal oil in there that's amazing there is a you know you got your virgin coconut oil that you rub on there there's oh, this, the calming paste oh yes um i have pictures so i'm gonna you know yeah i walked in on this one day <laughs> i was like what the hell is going on up here but it was a whole thing but valerie what is the ultimate goal i mean the, the goal is for women to realize that they needed to actively manage their recovery from day one but it's very gentle it's not this big process and we've been talking about the products and how you use them well i've created a whole plan so it's like a plan for the first 30 days if she you get spells it out like the full monty with morning and evening or lesser products but You'll know when to use them for your body. And it's traditional feminine healthcare, so it's good at any time. So you can still use the feminine wash, the tea, the herbal oil, which I only use for my massages. And the goal is for women to realize that if you have only two weeks or four weeks for recovery, you got to start it earlier and you have it planned out so it's consecutive healing. Because how we break it down in Malaysia is week by week. What's the body doing the first week? Body week, the first week, it's like the lochia is you know being released, the toxins are starting to be released, and we support that. The second week, you know, is um, you know, strengthening a bit of digestion, plus all of those things happening in the background, and so we build on it week by week. But we literally, the body starts healing within hours after the placenta is birthed. Hmm you know because the hormones drop and we don't see any of this because it's internal until we feel it mm -hmm. and so you just want to be ready like you have your spare tire in the car and i say this because i had a tire incident this morning <laughs> <laughs> and you need just to have all of these tools in your toolkit as and when and then you'd be like thank god i have it instead of searching for it because when you're in the throes of having right. a baby you know um i've had people reach out to me in labor in order they're set when I finally like, oh, I need something. Um, and saying so to have that I and mean, to know when to use it, that helps the body um, just shed this process because it's it's at a unique time that only happens after childbirth. And and it's, you know, it's 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 just how the body, it's like God's gift. You know, it's it's our body's gift back to us to get back to normal. Yes. Yeah, you know, in quotes. I think this would be a great push gift. You know, I feel like over the, with social media, this idea of a push gift has been like shoved in our faces a little bit, just like with snapback culture. If my partner had given me this like gift of recovery, I would have been ec ecstatic. So it's like for dads or for partners of pregnant women, for families, grandparents, sisters, brothers, like 
If you know someone who is pregnant, share this with them because you really have no idea how necessary it is and how good it is. So it's like my postpartum experience at first was really wonky and I will, yeah, it was really like, it was rough. Your sis was struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I started doing the program, it gave me a whole different feeling idea of what postpartum is and what it can be. And it turned into a really positive experience. So with Valerie saying like your partum, it gave me the ability to create something for myself that was uplifting and it gave me something to look forward to. And I feel like it worked. I like, I know I was like, no, but it's like, I feel like it was really like, it's worked um, in terms of like the products, like my hyperpigment, like my hormones go crazy, you know, as everyone, um, but I, I have really bad hyperpigmentation, like, like my underarms and my groin area, my stuff is lighter now, like yeah. um, things that I was feeling insecure about, I, I've learned how to embrace by like, by taking care of it actively, Um my weight had had kind of plateaued. I lost another 15 pounds after doing the program. Incredible. Um, so where can people find the products that um, they can find on my website at um, ecopostnatalcare.com. Mm-hmm. Do you have an Instagram? I do. I do. Instagram is eco underscore postnatal care. And then we'll put all of this in the description on um, our Instagram and then also on the YouTube YouTube description box. So if you guys don't tune into the visual um, aspect of the podcast, you guys can find it in the caption on the Instagram so that you guys can go and check out Valerie's website and her Instagram and go do some shopping if not for yourself then for somebody else that you know and hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and get to take in a little bit of information that Valerie splashed on us today um we definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge taking the time to you know it's it's crazy how like sometimes in life we have these crazy experiences and you're like what is all of this for um So thank you for turning that moment into like a positive and doing the research and taking the time to utilize the environment that you were in and to really embrace it and to be able to share it. Cause it's, you know, there's some of us we're looking, we just don't know where to look. So it's, um, it's nice to know that there are good people who just take initiative to figure things out and they may not know it in that time, but it's, um, you know, the work that you've done, I believe will really help not only me, but other people out there who are like, yo, I just want to feel better. I just want to recover. I just want to get through this phase because it's temporary. You know, when you're in it, it feels like, oh my gosh, I'm in it. I'm stuck. But it it can be a temporary moment that you can push through. So you'd be very surprised when you know what to do with the body and when and capitalize on what's happening after childbirth. The process, you really heal better, faster, stronger, and healthier. So you can get back to get through that initial healing process. You'll still be recovering for the subsequent six weeks and months, but you'll have better quality time with baby because you're emotionally and mentally, you know, stabilized. Yeah. I love it. So every episode, we end our episode with, we either give words of advice or we share like a WTF moment. 
So <laughs> not Kyle spelling it out. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was at Staples and the guy was oh like, "Oh, God. what's your pod? What's the podcast?" And I told him I was like, "Oh, we're three moms, you know, getting real with." I basically said our little intro, and he said, "What's a WTF moment?" And I wanted to look at him and say, <laughs> "This, this right here." I was is like, "How old are you?" And I was like, "Excuse my language, but what the fuck?" And he was like, "Oh, I've never heard that." And everything in me wanted to say do you not have a phone, a kid around you? <laughs> like, I wish I, you know, how there's, old, how old was he? Oh, he was like in his thirties. Oh, okay. he was like mm. a 30, 30, okay. mid 30 year old man. Like, what do you have this week, Kyle advice or WTF moment? My advice is to treat someone with these kits. You don't, if you can't get the full kit, at least get the wash, get the tea, change your life in order, whatever you can, because it's, it's, um, you know, I'm sold. And it's not like I'm sold. I, I experienced the process. And like I said, everyone who I know who's either recently given birth or they're delivering or they're pregnant, I'm like, hey, here you go. Like, let me help you make the process um, better, not only for the mother, but it helps the dads because at the end of the day, you need a happy lady, you need a happy mom, because the mom is, you know, she's there to take care of the baby. And if she's not happy, you're going to get the grunt of the the hormonal aggression, possibly, and the, the outburst. And, you know, your child, you know, may or may not feel that energy, but it's, um, do this treat for yourself. It, it really helps the family, I feel. Valerie? Do you have a WTF or you have some advice? I just have a question. Did your, your pooping problems, did that happen before? <laughs> oh, no. I'm just trying to after? lose weight. I can poop all the time. Oh, okay. Should I wrap you? I can wrap you. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit into this dress on Saturday. I still, I still wrap myself. <laughs> hydrocolonic detox. So that's a whole other thing that yes. we got to learn about. You said hydrocolonic? Yeah, the hydrocolonic detox. Maybe we should go get them. Or just a hydrocolonic, but yeah, that's a whole. I other need something because this dress is looking a little small. It's like I just need. I just want to poop. But more. I poop all the time. I'm just trying to poop a little bit more. <laughs> no, my just I want women to realize that they can you know take care of themselves after childbirth. Men says there's there are ways to recover, and you should recover um, from miscarriage, stillborn birth, and abortion that are not in the U.S. And we have to look to counselors outside of the U.S. and, and embrace them very simply. And I've just, yeah, I've been studying it for 15 years now, and I'm, I would love to share it with more people. I love this. I think it's great. I'm about to go get some products. <laughs> Hopefully they get here by Saturday so I can shit tomorrow. But anyway, um, <laughs> let me think about mine. I don't really have advice. You have a big weekend coming up. Oh my God, guys. Oh, send weekend. help. That's a whole WTF in itself. Riders turning five. Riders, fifth birthday is Saturday, which is a WTF because you guys know how I do parties. And um, this one's just a lot. But what I feel like. What party are we having, Shy? So we're having a tea party every, we always have tea parties when we turn five for the women in our family. Um, so that's exciting because it's this tradition. But on top of that, I've been planning Ryder's fifth birthday. I've been planning Ace's first birthday. And then I've been planning the Nels or Ryder K launch party slash pop up. And I swear yesterday, every event, even though Ace and the nail polish launch are until May, Every event had a Zelle do. Like, I needed to Zelle something to secure something for each event. I maxed out both of my Zelle accounts, like accounts that I could Zelle from. 
And I was telling uh, Corey, who's helping me, she helps me plan. And I'm like, girl, I can't do anything else today. Like, you got to leave me alone. Like, give me a, give me a break. What the fuck? My bank account. <laughs> like, my bank account. I literally no. say no. And she's like, but what? I'm like, no, 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 You don't get it. Like, there's no but. I can't do anything unless someone wants to send me a link and I can pay on a credit card. But like. Yeah. Zell said I, Zell today. is literally saying no, girl. And Zell has told me no for the past, like, three days. Every day has been something. I'm just like, oh, my God. Why did I do this to myself? So, next year. I'm, I'm not doing this like we're gonna go on a trip or something but <laughs> i literally every morning i wake up to like massive text messages of things that i have to do buy plan or zell and <laughs> i want to say fuck off to all of them but i can't so that is my wtf but god is good i'm not complaining but i'm complaining but yeah, that's my WTF. My Zell's been maxed out for the past three days and um, these events better be worth it. <laughs> I'm excited for the birthdays. I'm excited too. So next week I'll be able to tell you guys about Ryder's birthday and we can talk about how it went and if um, I'm recovering from my bank account because right now I'm just taking L's every day. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to this episode i'm very excited that we were able to talk about um postpartum care post how do you guys you keep saying it differently than i say it what did you say eco postnatal wait we provide like i provide eco postnatal care there we go i want to emphasize the natural yeah i like how you say it i like your voice too you're very calming you make me feel like i have to talk low or whisper or something (laughs) i'm like it's a very soothing voice right i'm like like, do i have a soothing voice no i don't even the way you said (laughs) is it yeah i'm like (laughs) i feel like i have to talk like down here (laughs) (laughs) but you guys can follow us at think loud crew on instagram and on our youtube and you can check us out on any podcast platforms don't forget to like comment subscribe leave good feedback rate us on the podcast platforms because it helps our podcast continue to grow and then you can follow me at shy not shy you can follow me at our kyle lynn and valerie can you let us know where we can find you again you're doing the soft voice <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to match her energy. All right, <laughs> Instagram eco underscore uh, postnatal care. That's E C O underscore, and then post uh, eco postnatal care dot com. Perfect. Perfect. We'll put all of that in here, and y'all go help yourselves, help someone you love, and go get a kit, get some products. You guys have a good week. <laughs>